Hey, this is Pastor Rick, and we are getting ready to celebrate something that we love here at Overcome by Faith. It's the Palm Sunday celebration, and I'm going to teach a message that will help you. It's on demand, but let me tell you, is I want you to know the season we're in because this is rich. This is about something called finishing. In this series, I've been talking about how do you finish, and you finish by being consistent, and you finish by watching the time. Now, Jesus is going to deal with some people who are making a lot of noise about how good he is, but he knows that they're not going to, over time, stay consistent. Are you that kind of person? You start out really excited, but then after about an hour or two or a year or two or a few minutes, you wear out and you're not as consistent as you started out to be. This sermon is going to help you today. Stay with me. It's really powerful, my friend. It'll help you be consistent and help you finish strong. Stay right there and enjoy today's message just for you. Today's teaching is interesting because in this study, my goal is to focus on time. I'm a big watch person uh, and uh, I like the power that time gives you. But one thing I like, if you ask me the question, what's one thing you like about your life the most? It's the fact that I have control of my time. It, it's, it's the ability to get up and, and control what I do in a given day and not be told what I have to do. There's something liberating about that. And if a person never gets that opportunity, they never get a chance to, to do what they want to do because they're always controlled. There's something I think you lose in life. That's why people look so forward to retirement. And sometimes they retire too early when in reality, if you can find a way to what I call retire along the way, which means you, you get control of your time and you work, but yet you get to take time off and in control when you do what you do. But the biggest problem I think a lot of people make when it comes to time, if I can move on here, is that they, they don't keep their eyes on it. You have to keep your eyes on time. I want to tell a quick story. I, I used to like martial arts a little bit. I still do a little bit, but I'm not dangerous. I just, you know, I, I run these days. But the, I remember, you know, I decided, I was around 40 years old, I decided that I would um, do a refresher kind of karate training program and I remember when um, I, we were we were doing some um, uh, live con contact kind of practice where you hit the bags and he'd move his hands around you know and you would do a roundhouse kick and kick the bags and I was kicking and hitting stuff and things were starting to hurt and I didn't know why I thought he said well what's wrong I said I don't know I I, I, I threw that punch and that, and that kick and and it hurt <laughs> he said well we just started well it was 40 years old and, and, and if, if you don't keep your body toned right, it hurts. It hurts. And there's something about understanding time moves on and you could be someplace and not realize it. Because I looked young I didn't, and I felt like I was young, but my body was changing. And, and it took more effort to stay in shape. It took more effort to keep growing. And even now at 63, I feel it. I feel the pressure of aging and I feel the pressure of working to stay fit because without it, I mean, everything starts to ache. And so in our study today, this is about time, keeping up with your time. And there's a verse I want you to read. I want to read with you. And Jesus, it, you know, our whole, this whole month, my goal has been to answer the question, how do you finish? 
and how do you end well? Well, the, one of the things you have to do is keep up with your time. You have to keep your eyes on the clock and make sure you're aware of where you are. Jesus said in Matthew, John chapter 19, verse 20, 29, uh, verse 30, at the end of all that he did on the cross, he's on the cross and he says these incredible words, it is finished. And the Bible says he bowed his head and he died. Those are the words I'm building this series around where, where we look at the finished work of Christ. Let me read the whole verse for you, starting in verse 28. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were, were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, he said, I thirst. Now a vessel full of sour wine was sitting there and they filled the sponge with sour wine, put it on his uh, hyssop and put it in his mouth so that when Jesus had finished the sour wine, he said these words, it's finished, it's done. And I started to talk to you last week or so about how do you finish like this? How do you finish well? And I said there were four things you have to have in your life to finish well. I call it the CTSF, the CTSF. You have to be consistent. You have to, number two, have, have control of your time. You have to keep your eyes on the clock. There's something about respecting time that helps you finish well. And then there's, you have to have stamina. And then you have to have faith. You have to have all that in order to finish well. You have to believe in yourself. If you don't, you won't finish well. And I think a lot of people don't. Matthew chapter 25 takes us on a journey. And I, I believe it showed us in our last study that some people are just not consistent. And there was three guys. Two guys were consistent and one guy was not. But in Matthew 21, where we're going to be today, I want to take you down a path where I, I show you how important it is to when you keep your eyes on the clock, you don't allow people to distract you. This is called Palm Sunday for a reason. Because there was a time set aside to honor Christ in a way that was unique and special and spontaneous. And it looks phenomenal. It just, it's, it's so amazing that this uh, story I'm about to read to you makes you want to freeze time. You look at it and you go, wow, that's, that's, just, that's just phenomenal. But if you take a look at this, this um, there's a calendar I'm going to put up on the screen I want you to see. And it's a countdown calendar. And it starts on Sunday, which is where we are in this study, in Matthew chapter 21. And in this study, Jesus is going to be honored and it's going to be awesome. But in reality, he knows that the, t the clock is ticking. And he's keeping his eyes on the clock because he knows that by Friday, or just a few days from now, it's going to all end. And so when you look at Palm Sunday, you have to remember Sunday, right? Then there's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, they crucify him. So the, the statements that I'm going to make are on a clock. Everything, think about the, see this big clock, okay? And, and there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a clock ticking. And in your life, believe it or not, there's a clock ticking. And it all comes to an end. The question is, how do you finish well? How do you get to be the person who finishes well? Well, you, you've got to be consistent and you've got to look at the time. Keep your eyes on the clock. Look at verse, uh, verse 6 of, of Matthew chapter 21. The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. What was that? He told them to go get a donkey, guys. He set this whole thing up. 
go get a donkey, a brand new donkey, never been ridden before. And he says, just tell the guy that I sent you, the master has need of it. And he said, hey, bring the donkey here. Now, they don't know what's happening, but this is a prophetic moment because they do what he says. Verse six of Matthew 21 says the disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. Verse seven, they brought the donkey and the colt and placed their cloaks on them for Jesus to sit on. So they take off their cloaks, right, their cloaks, and they lay it across the donkey. And then Jesus sits on it. Verse eight. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Save us now, son of David. That's what they're saying. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, who is this? The crowds answered, this is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth, man in Galilee. Amazing. Now, I want you to think about this. That's on Sunday. Look at the map again. And notice we're going to Friday. Now, when you see this, it looks like something in a movie that should be you should take pictures. You should remember this moment because this is the beginning of something phenomenal. And it looked great. Hosanna, they cried. They're all happy. He's going to save us. Son of David, great prophet, healer guy. This is all temporary. All this is. And Jesus knows it. You know, I really think a lot of times it's hard for us to, to picture this. This is a temp, this is temporary fame. It comes and it goes. And it does not guarantee that you're going to finish well. If you rely on this moment. See, the problem is relying on this moment. Christians are very moment driven. And I say this in love and hear me. That's why they like church services. They like events. They like moments. And I'm not I I like them, too. Let's be clear. I like them, too. But if you're not careful, you think it's permanent and it's temporary. You know, one of the hardest things for celebrities in Hollywood is their fame is temporary. they, They don't get to be stars Forever. Some have a long career and do well, but there are a lot of people in the industry who worked really hard, had a really great movie or a great part, but they are broke now. So Jesus comes to this. And he listens to their praise and he understands this is temporary praise. It does not guarantee me that I'll finish well. He understood that he understood this is temporary titles. They're calling me great titles. They give me great titles now, but it's temporary. And somehow there's, there's a moment when, when you have to realize that certain relationships are not going to be consistent. They're going to be inconsistent. They're full of promises that will never be fulfilled, promises that will never happen. There are things that you're going to hear. There are things that people are going to say to you. You're going to meet somebody. Some of you have already been there. You met somebody. He says he's going to love you forever, and he's gone already. 
the job, promised you they were going to promote you, never did. There's something about realizing what Jesus realized on this Palm Sunday. This is temporary. This is not easy to say, but it's true. There are four lessons I've learned about time in my life that have helped me. And, and I think it's why I will finish well. Four things. Ready? Number one. I, I, I've, I've accepted that time always runs out. That moment when Jesus is writing and they're praising and they're singing and they're always, oh, hey, Jesus. And this, but look, hey, time runs out. Time runs out. Time always forces you, secondly, to have a time of accounting. There's always an accounting. You can, you can go for a while, you know, you can keep doing what you're doing, but there's, a, there's an accountability. You know, you can eat what you want to eat, but then there's an accountability. There's a day when your doctor says, you know, you have this now. You know, you got this now. It's accountability. It is. Sometimes, sometimes diabetes is a moment of accountability. You know, we have to watch our numbers. Sometimes it's a moment, hey, yes, you know, can't eat that. You don't work out. You don't try. Time always runs out. You know, there's always a moment. And I don't want to pick on diabetes. I'm just making a point. For some of you, you know I'm telling the truth. For you, not for everybody. You know, not for everybody, but for you, in your kid situation, it could be because you won't deal with this. So, time. Accountability. I go to the dentist quite a bit. I'm a dentist person. You know, I go floss and I brush. I do all this kind of stuff, right? And so, I mean, I got a Sonicare. I'm like, I'm just really into this. And so when I go to the dentist and I get my teeth cleaned, that's time, time for accountability. Did you brush your teeth or not? They can look in there and see. Accountability. You stand on the scale. This is accountability. You know? Up there, okay, Temple. What are you? One nine six. Okay, two hundred. One ninety four. One ninety five. One ninety three. Trying to get down there. One heading down to one eighty. Going down. Going down. <laughs> Accountability. It's that moment, boy. You say, oh boy, we're going that way. Wrong way. Got to go this way. You know, you, yeah, I'm not saying, you know, I believe in eating stuff and working out. I do. I believe in trying to, you know, work out. and try. But I'm telling you, you got at some point, you know, you got to hear me. I said, no, you cannot have that temple. No, sir. No, you're not. You're not. You're not going to do that. You're not doing that. You're not. Because I know accountability is going to come. And then you try to put your clothes on. <laughs> Won't fit. There you go. Accountability. Try to lift up something, can't lift it up. Too weak. Not ah, worked out in a, in a while. Can't lift your suitcase. Back hurts. Oh, there it is, accountability. That's it right there, right on the left side. <laughs> accountability. Oh, two fell out. There you go. Ah, there's one, another one. Ah, that one's loose. Yep. <laughs> That's accountability. Yeah. Okay. Time always runs out. I learned that. Time always forces an accounting. Yeah, did that a lot, right? Talk about that. Number three, time always rewards the consistent. 
Time rewards are consistent. They just do better. The most rewarding season I've had in my life was when I was consistent. When I did what I was supposed to do. And fourthly, time gives you a chance to change. Right now, time is giving you a chance to change. Jesus was standing there and he knew these guys are going to change. Jesus knew this was a moment, temporary, but he rode through anyway. Well, here's your question. What are you going to do? I'm going to close with three facts I must face in my life. And these are just personal. Might help you too. And you might find these facts interesting because I think about this a lot. I do. I, the older you get, you start thinking about stuff. You know, when you're a teenager, you don't think about anything. You just think about fun and love and all those things. You know, but as you get older, you know, you start noticing things <laughs> differently and you have to start thinking differently. So here's some three things. You ready? Number one, the attention and titles I have received have been wonderful, but are all temporary. I will not always be Pastor Rick, the pastor of Overcoming by Faith Church with thousands of members. I, I don't get to be that forever. One way or the other. Now, I believe I'm, I'm, my goal is to walk out of here and be healthy, strong, and I got some years in front of me for sure. I don't, I'm, I'm not tired yet. You know, I'm one of those people that keeps trying to stay in shape and work out and be healthy and all that good stuff. But I don't care how much I keep my eyes on the clock because the truth is I can't always be here. And some of you struggle. You're trying to stay a place you need to move on past. Number two, I need to keep my eye on the clock and be mature enough to embrace the truth about the time and my clock. I need to keep my eye on the clock and be mature. That's a big word, mature. I must be a big boy. I, I really believe sometimes when you see Jesus riding on this, on this um, donkey, he's looking, at, you get this feeling that he knows, because he talked about it. He talked about it when he was in the upper room with the disciples. He talked about it, you know, at the Last Supper. He knew, I, I know what's going to happen. There's a maturity that comes when you embrace the truth. I see this in a lot of areas. Your kids grow up. They get their own lives. You know, you have to have your own life. You can't just sit around and bug them all the time. You have to find a way for you. You have to be a big boy, a big girl, and be mature about time. Jesus says, these folks are going to be here temporarily. This is temporary. Thank you, guys. Appreciate the praise. Appreciate all the titles. Hosanna. That's great stuff. But I know it's not permanent because Friday's coming. This is Sunday, but Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday's coming. And my goal is to finish well, to get to that point when I'm on the cross and I'm, I finish well. It's finished. When the day comes, I've done my part. It's time to pass the baton. Matter of fact, I bought one. I bought a baton. <laughs> I did. I keep it on my desk to remind me. This is Ricky Temple. I have my name on it. Ricky Temple's baton, and I pass it to somebody one day with joy. Here's your job. It's your house. It's your church. It's your business. It's your car. It's your life. I've done my part. Here's the baton. I'm running a new, a new race. I, I got my hand out, and I'm running a new race. I want to let you have it. That. that takes maturity. 
when you try to hold on to something that you need to pass on, that's when you make a mistake. Jesus is riding that mule knowing he's heading to Friday. Then lastly, I must march forward in the future when the time is up. My biggest challenge is to make sure that I do not burn out on the way. I've got to go forward. And I want to say this because this is so cool. This is such an important thing to me. I am not waiting to die. I'm planning to live. I got plans and I'm right now building things into my life for me to do down the road. I think there's something healthy about that and saying to yourself, I'll do this for as long as I, I, I need to. But I think there's something healthy about always having another step, another dream, another passion. Some of the people that I know, they're in their 80s that are doing amazing work. Jerry West is one of my heroes. Yeah, Laker guy, right? Jerry West is, is, I think he was 90 years old, still working. I like that guy. You know, he's, he's, just, he's still out there making it happen. There's something about being engaged. I like older people who have passion and fire and want to go for it. That's my dream. I've got to go forward. That's my third thing. I've got to go forward. As I look at my clock, always planning to go forward. So what about you? The key for me, though, is to make sure that when I go forward, that I don't burn out. And that's all about pacing. It's all about making sure that I don't just start doing a whole lot of everything. Some of you right now, the way you're going, you're not going to last. And when you get to the end, you won't be any good for anybody. You're spending yourself left and right. You're going left and right. Your mind's everywhere. Your money's everywhere. Your, your body's everywhere. Your spirit's everywhere. You're angry with everybody. You're still, ah, stop it. Pause. Develop some stamina. Develop some strength. Change who you are. I decided to do this, you know. <laughs> Create a new Ricky. That's my name. Ricky Ricardo Temple's my name. And there comes seasons in my life where I have to create a new Ricky with new goals and new ambitions and new passions. Maybe it's your turn. Look at the clock. It's time to go. It's time to move from where I am to go to the next step in my life without fear, with a mature attitude, not blaming anybody. Let me leave with this. I've seen pastors do this to people when people move on to go to other churches. They act like you're supposed to stay with them forever unless you're going to hell. Listen, people, nobody owns you. You're not a slave, no, a church or a pastor. And pastors, you should let people go with joy. I do. When they tell me they're going, I say, where you going? <laughs> I do. Sometimes they get a little odd. Why are you so happy? I'm not happy. I'm happy. Where do you think you want to go? I'm going to the first church of a better place. The first church of a better place. That's a better, that's a better place. What's better about it? Oh, they got some better preaching. Well, whoa, I, I, give me the, send me the website. I might go listen to it. If it's better, it's better. So what? Don't get offended. Why are you trying to hold on to people? Because you want numbers? Everything runs out. Everything runs out. You don't get to keep people and own people. Everything runs out. Industries end, new technologies come, and you have to learn to embrace that. Jesus is writing, he says, this is going to run out. 
on Friday. This is going to be over. And then I'll start a new heavenly vision, a new heavenly. When I get to heaven, I'm going to say, what did you do after you got here? What happened? Hey, I'm sure. I can look around and see what he did. He started building this kingdom, helping you and I come to God. These works that I do, he said, you'll do, and greater works. He's always talking about moving you forward. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray people have heard me today and they're moving forward. Letting the Holy Spirit lift them. Let them see their Friday without fear. Let them see there's a day when these See, this season ends and that they would embrace that season with confidence and courage in Jesus name. Amen. It's been a joy being with you. Next week, I'm going to talk about how to finish without burning out. Can't wait to share it with you. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome, unique and different. You don't want to miss it. The format's a little different next week. I promise you, you don't want to miss it. It's just phenomenal what God's going to do for us. So make sure you tune in. Now, for those of you that are, are going to be possibly in the area, I want to encourage you to come out next week for our Easter celebration. It is going to be off the charts. We got concert. We've got good preaching and it's all going to be live. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be phenomenal. I'm going to be sharing in both the nine and the 11 o'clock live and so you get to see us live. If you're home, you stream in live and see us. It's going to be phenomenal. And as I said, we're going to have on, on, on we're going to have a special concert they'll tell you about that you don't want to miss on, on, that, on, that, on next weekend. And it's just going to be off the charts. Good. So I'm done for the day, my friend. I thank you for tuning in and I pray God bless you. And I pray that you keep your eyes on the clock and be mature about it. Embrace your, embrace your season. Embrace your age. Embrace your future and keep on dreaming. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Temporary fame, temporary praise, and temporary titles. You know, that was hard to remember, by the way. Sometimes in life, man, you, you just can get to the point you just can't remember how in the world it went away. You had fame and then all of a sudden it's gone. You had a title and all of a sudden it's gone. People were praising you and all of a sudden it's gone, just gone. Jesus dealt with that, but he understood that's not going to last. And he made a decision that you need to make. This fame is temporary. This praise is temporary. This is not going to always be in my hand and I need to deal with that. Some of you are frustrated and you're mad. You're no longer the pastor. You're no longer in charge. You're no longer over the company. That was temporary. And that's something you have to learn how to manage. People who finish understand time moves on and they have to move on too. So do I. And guess what? So do you. Stop being angry. Move forward. Go to the next stage of your life. Put your arms around it and love yourself. Temporary is temporary. Redundant, but you get the point. Let me pray for you. Father, let them embrace the season. Let them embrace the change. And let them embrace your word today. You have, you have better things in front of us. We don't have to be controlled by what we've left. We can build 
what's in front of us. In Jesus' name, amen. I have more to say next week. I hope you stay with me in this series. How do you finish? You got to be consistent. You got to watch your time. And next week, you don't want to miss it. I'm going to show you how to have stamina. I'm going to show you the power of being a strong person. And you don't want to miss it, my friend. You can make it. And I'm going to show you how. How to finish. See you next time. Bye-bye.